the Peter Priest Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at NotSoPeterPriestHood. And you can email us at NotSoPeterPriestHood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! I just may as well <laughs> record it all. All shenanigans. I should have recorded all that. That was great. <laughs> all my Canadian nonsense. <laughs> and me being scarred for life, learning that people just eat straight butter. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. 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 So I'm here for <laughs> Sorry about. It. <laughs> so are you guys ready for Christmas? It's like a week away. I'm. Like Almost the, ready. Like, the, like... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah also, Jake pointed out that um, Christmas is on a Sunday, so uh, avoid at all costs right? having to yeah, go. Yeah, my heart goes to everyone who has to see family who's still in the church on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, your heart goes out to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. No, no, it's a complete it's a sentence. Complete sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to come to the Christmas musical, whatever, at church? No. 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 <laughs> I do it like my uh, your kiddo and say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Very polite, but no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. No, it's a complete sentence. Don't feel obligated. You don't have to. You don't have to. Unless you're under 18, then you kind of have to. Because, you know, they, like, feed you and clothe you. <laughs> yeah, pay your insurance and yeah. all that stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dusty is helping me with boundaries, so. Good. Trying. <laughs> Trying. It's hard. I get it. It's hard. It took me a long time to, like, set those in. And it takes a lot of, like, reinforcing those boundaries of, like. Oh, for sure. No, this is where I stand. It wasn't a joke. This is where I stand. Oh, it was yeah. a year ago, but I still stand here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. tough. And like it, ta- and now I have like a decently good relationship with like my family that's still in the church. That they just they know where I stand, and they don't bring it up, and we just talk about other things. So that's I, mean, how it I be. have that for the most part, but like stuff like this, like when it's special things, like oh, your niece and nephews are going to be in the program, so you should come. I'm like, no, I've you know, I've missed a few of them, and they, my dad would will be like, you missed a really good program, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know, yeah. My dad will be like, oh, your mom gave a really good talk in church. Well, she lives nine hours away, so I wasn't going to sprint on over there to listen to her. But... <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I know, it's the guilt tripping. It's just part of it, and you just have to be like, oh, what a shame. Let them sing to me right now on the couch. Right? <laughs> Drink my coffee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's my sister's good about that. She'll like have my nephews like make make videos and stuff to send, so we still feel like we're involved in what they're doing in their lives without like the extra like guilt tripping on top of it. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They're like 
close by though, so it's harder to. I don't know. It was easier when I lived further away. You know. Yeah. Right. You could just be like, oh, I can't be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be staying with my Mormon family on on Christmas, so I I don't think that they'll ask me to come, but you never know. <laughs> Do you we have a flask? <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Affirmative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be. So yeah, and I'm on the opposite with my in-laws, where I'm like, I need to be like, I've had enough to drink. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I would like to not die of a hangover for the next three days with my small children. <laughs> oh, I love in-laws. Yeah. They're so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right well what are we talking about today jake <laughs> well listeners um <laughs> you are being invited into an inner sanctum a holy of holies if you will <laughs> this is the book club that um <laughs> we have with um the three of us and um yeah we're gonna we decided to do an episode make this one into an episode so um and the, the name of our book club is the three witnesses book club yes everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> we've been that for a long time and still every time it pops up on my phone that i have a notification i go <laughs> <laughs> i even put it in my calendars that three witnesses book club. <laughs> that's so cute i love that <laughs> Yeah, it was on the calendar, and Patrick's like, what is this? And I was like, you wouldn't understand. (laughs) I don't have time to explain. (laughs) It's just too funny. (laughs) Yeah, we read the book, Black Widows, by Kate Quinn. Kate with a C, not not Kate Quinn with a K. Kate Quinn with a K, who is a historical fiction goddess. Um, She is. This one, we will get to it, but she does not compare. So... (laughs) Sorry, Kate, with the C, but you know. and <laughs> listeners, I I was saying way more than I could shape it up, and it was so we're meeting on Saturday, and on Tuesday I still hadn't started, and they messaged me and were like, <laughs> "Hey, have you not started it yet? We could just like explain it to you and record it for the podcast." And I was like, "Oh." Thanks, Celestial Jesus, because I was going to have to be cramming. (laughs) Well, and it's not, it's a hard book to read. Like, you know how fast I read. It took me, like, seven days to just, like, okay, I'm going to read for an hour, and then I'm going to take a break. (laughs) Like, I just Mm -hmm. had to, like, and I couldn't even do, I would do, like, 30 minutes, and I was like, ah. (laughs) It was a lot. It was very triggering. Very triggering. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear about it because it does. It did seem really interesting. Oh, it's yeah, like I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> how she wrote. Like, because she wasn't. I guess we'll get into it, but she's never been Mormon or fundamentalist no. Mormon. She was like um, an investigative journalist before she became an author. Oh. I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense. And yeah. she's British, right? She's yeah. from. I think she's British. Yeah. We could be lying. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, she's got funding from the British Art Council, so we just, I guess I just assumed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, or maybe she lives in Britain. Britain. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she just did, like, research from 
afar. Like, she didn't really even... I thought that, like, when I initially got into it, I was like, oh, she did, like, really in-depth research. But then I found out, like, <laughs> while I was reading Yeah, like, it, I thought she must have been, like, on the ground like, during, research. like, the Warren Jeff stuff. But I don't yeah. think she was, now that I've read it. No. Oh. There's yeah. there's absolutely no way that she was that involved in it. So, um, anyway. So, what I, I was thinking, I would, we would, so this, we give, like, a summary of the, this, the book. Like, so it's um, a murder mystery, and the husband is dead. We find out he's been murdered at the beginning of the book, and then he's also got three wives so of course those three wives are the immediate suspects so it's kind of a twist on like the whodunit which is interesting but um and i was intrigued by that but i was also because it's a nice little twist and also like the ties to mormonism and fundamentalism and yeah um yeah it's a really interesting and i think i don't know the more i think about it if you were if you have no ties to Mormonism, you'd probably read this and be like, oh, this is really interesting. This is so yeah. cool. Like all the quotes I see about like the people that are reviewed it, I'm like, are very like, yeah, this is so good. This is so. And then, but then if you're like, oh, so have ties to it, you're like, mm. but she got stuff way wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of annoyed that it was stuff that's like easily. Like, you can easily figure... Yeah, you can Google it. (laughs) Simply the fact that she was, like... She was talking about her temple recommend and how she was given it, and it's for life. And I was like, no. That's that's not true. It's too You have to go speak to your... Like, something like that, I was like, that... Nope, that's easy. (laughs) Any Mormon knows that it's... Just talk to any of them. Yeah, it's not a for-life thing. She could have gone onto a forum or something on Reddit or something and found out something yeah you know talk or to actual mormons lately said put out into like facebook and been like does anybody know how long mormon recommends last for she would have had 30 people in 20 minutes tell her that they're two years or whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. you know what that's so interesting i find myself doing that same thing when it comes to like i'll listen to a lot of um true crime podcasts and it, a lot of times they'll cover something like in utah or related to mormonism and if they get like the smallest thing wrong I find myself like screaming at it like no that's not right like but it's so small <laughs> that no one else would like yeah care yeah. or even like notice yeah yeah there was a bunch of things like I have a whole list of like things that I was like that's oh true. nice <laughs> I want to I hear them <laughs> mm-hmm. um it's like that book review that I he did of um, Brad Thor's whatever that I read that was um, <laughs> he did it all wrong. <laughs> when really he what, got it right. they were like some podunk idiots or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. still like my favorite. Like if I'm just having a bad day, I just go over and shake through reviews on Goodreads. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could bring some joy. <laughs> you know, Jake in the 2010s was, was you know, struggles, but it's fine. Struggles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we have three wives. Um, so Blake Nelson is the husband who has been found murdered. Murdered. Yeah, yeah. Red rum. <laughs> Red rum. <laughs> His first wife is Rachel. Um, so she grew up 
on the homestead homestead is what it's called so she comes from polygamy and like a cult her dad was actually the prophet but she doesn't like know him as her dad she just knows that he was her father but she doesn't have any like relationship with him um second wife is named emily she was raised catholic she's very very young um like really bad it doesn't go into it but i feel like she had a pretty bad home life with her mom like talks about like how her mom would lock her in her room for like days on end and stuff so yeah so that she's the second wife excuse me and then tina um is the third wife and she's like an ex-junkie they met because jake or jake i'm looking at jake (laughs) (laughs) Lake would go to like their rehab and like read scriptures and stuff and like converted her yeah so all three wives are like very vulnerable women very much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that that tracks that yeah very much i was gonna say that's like (laughs) spot on (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah so um yeah, so we find out. Spo- this is gonna be full of spoilers. So, guys, if you want to read it and come back to this, do so. If you have no desire to read it, we'll spoil it for you, and then you can be like, "Oh, I read that book." Yeah, <laughs> like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're gonna spoil it for Katie because no, don't read it. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so we find out that Blake has been um, strangled with his own belt. And there is, like, mutilations to his genitals, (gasps) and he's missing fingers. The wedding ring finger, and another one. I think another one. Just two fingers? I can't remember. All you need to know is that the wedding ring finger is gone. Because, of course, then it's like, oh, one of the wives cut his wedding ring finger off, right? And mutilated his weenie. His weenie. Yeah, (laughs) his weenie. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which, find out did it. It's like, wait, what? Why? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like it. Um, sorry, my kid's screaming at me. One second. Pause for Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't this book kind of long, too? Like, I, yeah, I had it. Like from 400 pages. Yeah. Like over 400, just over 400. So it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's thick and it, the copy I have, the edition I have looks very like, um, self publishy. (laughs) Oh, does it? Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I got it from the library, but I didn't read it obviously. And then I just took it back. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear what happens. Okay, so, yeah, it's very long and drawn out, like, but it is so sprinkled with so many good little, like, Mormon tidbits, like. The, the, that's she like talks about people potatoes. I was it? just going to say, those potatoes. So they go to, like, this big giant warehouse that's for, like big mormon families basically to shop at it's all it's like a costco but discount right and she's like getting stuff for it (laughs) and they have a conversation about well blake likes funeral potatoes with cream of chicken soup but i like the funeral potatoes with cream of mushroom soup and i'm like i have 
actually witnessed this conversation before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> nice. Nice. It was so you great. Know, some of the things she got right. I was like, oh, yeah, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, like she must have talked to somebody about, because they talk about the salad with the um pasta <laughs> that you and Sarah talked about. The frog eye salad, that one. Oh. I immediately, I was like, oh, I just listened to Katie and Sarah talk about the pasta salad. (laughs) 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 It was so funny. It was so funny. Um, Yeah, it's like Uh, really drawn out. Are they in Utah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they live out in the desert, like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles away from anybody. So there's no other suspect because nobody knew where they were. Mm -hmm. Oh, Katie, you would you would know this because you you're from Utah, but like I keep envisioning whenever I would like travel through because I would uh, when I lived in San Diego I would drive to from San Diego up through Nevada and up to through all of Utah and then mm-hmm. up to Idaho and um, there's that portion from like Cedar City to American Fork where there's absolutely goddamn there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and if you drive at night, it's just completely black. Yes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's where I that's where she's supposedly this okay. that this place is like in the Somewhere. you just see signs for oh there's supposedly a town over there but we don't know where it is. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. That road freaks me out. Like driving from like Calgary to Vegas, which is a god awful long drive. Oh, yeah, there's terrible. some places. <laughs> Manita Pass is the worst place to go <laughs> in Idaho. Um, <laughs> listeners, side note: before we started recording, Dusty was telling us about a road called Deerfoot, and <laughs> what was the other one that you were talking about? Deerfoot and Blatt Rainbow Trail. Bridge and blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh, you live in a Fantasy no, world. but we have a peace <laughs> bridge. Thank you very much. A peace bridge that crosses. Oh, see, I was oh, close. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, I live in a fairy tale land. It's fine. <laughs> Except when you try to kill the deer. So you know. It's... He's damn deer. He's damn deer. <laughs> I'm in for him. Thank oh, no. you. Walk in my garage. <laughs> They're your friends. They're your familiars. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a forest witch. It's fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> the squirrels. I named the squirrel Kevin because I did, and yeah. So anytime. Oh, Kev. I know, I'm like, oh, this Kevin is outside, and he just like runs to the door. I think I remember a video of you doing that and be like, Kevin! <laughs> Probably. My whole family calls squirrels Kevin. It's hilarious. <laughs> don't know why. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? All right. <laughs> oh, it's in her squirrel. crazy okay. little world. <laughs> little Snow White world. It's fine. <sighs> she lives in a snow globe. <laughs> <It's cool>. um... <laughs> Someone could stop shaking it. That would be great. It's, I have yeah. enough snow. <laughs> Girl, I tell you, I live in Idaho, and I'm like, um, can we not anymore? Like, stop the fucking snow this year. Like, it's just... a lot this year already. Yeah, crazy. <sighs> can't relate. I know. I was gonna say, Katie's like, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to the pool today. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold. It's 70 degrees. <laughs> I mean, for real, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've become accustomed to it, and I wear, like, a coat in, like, 65-degree weather now. That's hilarious. Yeah. You do, though. Like, you become, like, I don't, you know, minus 
five, I just go out in like a sweatshirt. Damn. <laughs> Minus five though. What's that? I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. <laughs> Let me Google it for you. Hold on. It's <laughs> cold. That's it's it cold. Yeah. <laughs> Minus five Celsius to America. Although a couple weeks ago, I was wearing shorts like in a hoodie and my sister was like what are you doing are you cold i'm like no i'm fine <laughs> i've become that guy anyway it's 23 <laughs> degrees fahrenheit Ew, you're wearing what nothing just like not <laughs> yeah i'm not around naked my animal <laughs> <laughs> come on kevin let's go <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no like i'll wear a hoodie and jeans and boots and like ah, minus five yeah, that's mm-hmm. okay yeah Okay. Anyway, back recording. to the book. <laughs> Can you tell we're recording it? Yeah. And I'm just over here, like, eager. Like, tell me, tell me. I want to know what happened. Okay. All right. So, obviously, the wives are, like, suspects because they're out in the middle of butt-fucking-nowhere and <laughs> don't have anyone that knows where they are. So, they get questioned. They put them up in, like, a safe house in the city so they're not way out in the middle of nowhere so they can, like, access them. And we go to the funeral... <laughs> With the funeral potatoes. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, and, the funeral was just weird to me. Yeah. Like, even if we're a Mormon funeral, I was like, what the, this isn't. Yeah, it was the, very strange. The How mother so? was wearing, like, a a, a hat, a veil with, like, a hat. Like, it felt very, I was like, there's no Mormon woman that would do that. No, and I feel like that was, like, the British side of the mm-hmm. author coming out, I think. Because, yeah. yeah, I've never seen anyone I've never seen anyone wear a hat inside of a church building. No, I don't think you're supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to. I don't to, think yeah. you're supposed to. Yeah. Definitely not a veil. I've never seen someone mm. wear a veil. Yeah. So that was weird. And then the fact that, like, their bishop, who was Bishop Young, <laughs> just, like, gave me a giggle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, we're in Utah. His last name's Young. That's perfect. <laughs> Um, the, the fact that like a Mormon bishop was like sanctioning the funeral of a known polygamist was mm-hmm. a little. I was like, mm. and it also yeah, did, do you it, think it didn't take place at a church either? It took place at a. I don't remember it being like because all the Mormon funerals I've been to, that's at the church, and then they have like a thing at the cultural hall and whatever like an eat, yeah. eat the funeral potatoes at the cultural hall or whatever oh so. i thought it was at their church i thought that they i thought that they said it was their family chapel building which was, oh. I was like mm, yeah. chapel and so a mormon bishop was like presiding was over yeah. the flds so do you think she was just confused the author was confused about I think so yeah because yeah. flds don't even have bishops mm-hmm. right yeah. and they never say like the the wives and all of them, they refer to themselves just as Mormon, which mm-hmm. plays back on how I've said in the past that the reason the LDS church doesn't want to go by Mormons anymore is because so many yeah. fundamentalists call themselves Mormon. Yeah. Right? So they're trying to like differentiate, like, no, we're the real church. Those crazies aren't part of us. Even though the crazies are the actual real like J-Dog followers. Yeah, they're closer than yeah the mainstream is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was um, this thing on Twitter, where no, Reddit, where this, like, sister missionaries were saying, like, oh, we're not Mormon. Like, yeah. this oh, right. Like, I don't know like, what you're talking about. What is that? Like, and you're like. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't it like a text exchange where the yeah. person was like, I'm no longer Mormon. Please don't message me. And the sister missionary was like, we're not Mormon either. We're 
members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I was like, like I know, this is I was really like, happening. You oh and they're so, so serious about it, too. Insufferable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so the whole book, it's talking about how they're Mormon. And I think, yeah, the, maybe the author didn't realize that, like, there is a very distinct separation between Mormons and then LDS Mormons, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm using my hands a lot, of course. So, sorry, listeners. <laughs> air, quote, air quote, air <laughs> quote. Filter them in wherever you feel like that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at the funeral, um, Tina, the third wife, yeah, is talking to Blake's brother, and they're talking about how, like... Oh, that was such a weird... I forgot about that scene. Yeah, oh my God. it didn't even... It didn't nothing even, even happened. It didn't nothing need to even, be there. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What so do they, they like uh, go off into another room to like chat about their grief and like how in polygamy a brother marries the wives and she's like uh, putting the moves on him and I'm like Ugh. Ew. Yeah. yeah. They end up ew. making out. Yeah. No, what? Yeah. yeah. At the funeral? Yeah. yeah. His wife is in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Like so he's just the funeral potatoes <laughs> and watching their kids. Yeah. So he's just married to one lady. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, but my brother is a polygamist. Now I can take yeah, because yeah. And so yeah, Tina's like, it's not sitting if we intend to marry. <laughs> okay. Well, this makes Tina the prime suspect. Right. Right. <laughs> Although I was like, Tina, keep it in your pants. Yeah. Although Tina. Tina. Was the whole time. I know. Tina was, was my favorite too. She was like kind of a little badass. Like, and she was she funny. got shit done. <laughs> <laughs> she like yeah. made fun of everybody else too. Yeah. Like, she was just like, um, no. <laughs> and she yeah. was like, talking about Rachel. Like, we'll get into this later, but she's like, Rachel's like psychotic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man, I have so much to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. So she comes out. And we realize, or, well, it's from all oh, different yeah. points. She even views, comes right? out of the room all, like, mussed up, with, like, Shut sex up. hair and stuff. Like. <laughs> I'm, like, imagining them. This is what I'm imagining. I know it's not this, but I'm imagining them coming out of, like, a, like a Sunday school room. That's or, exactly like, what it is. Exactly. It's next to the kitchen. Hmm? Oh, my God. It's like the accordion wall, yes! the separator thing. Yes! I think she even talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. So, so we switched to Rachel's point of view during the funeral. And, like, the mother, like, Blake's mother, what's her name again? Adelaide? Yeah, something weird. She comes up she and, like, says. should have been, like, um, I don't know, Stephanie or something. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I'm like, Adelaide? Okay. <laughs> she, anyways, she's all perfectly coiffed and everything. She comes up and says, um. What does she even say to her? Just like is really kind of nasty and like basically mm-hmm. blaming her. Yeah. And for then, yeah, and then the cops show up and arrest Rachel. Yeah. Wait, so uh, the mother, Blake's mother, blames Rachel for yeah. his death. Like she yeah. thinks that Rachel did it. And then mm-hmm. the cops come arrest her. Oh, in the what people. evidence do they have? Well, he was. <laughs> I'm getting ahead murdered. of myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they have a huge, like, canning storehouse oh, yeah. with, like, an oh, industrial well, canner inside that. of it. Like, if you ever worked for, like, the storehouse, like, Bishop Storehouse or whatever as a kid doing volunteer, <laughs> free labor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, like, one of those big industrial canners. 
And so she had one in her storehouse and they checked the electricity and it had spiked at like midnight, which means somebody had turned the canner on. And she's the only one that knows how to run it. So they think she killed Blake, was covered in blood, went to her counter and put all her bloody clothes in it and used it as like a high pressure washing machine to get rid of the blood evidence. (gasps) I mean, kind of brilliant. (laughs) Right? But they don't have a murder weapon. They can't find it. They're, like, dragging the river that he was fishing by, but they can't find it. So they just have, like... They're looking for his belt? No, he was... Well, because didn't you say he was strangled with his belt? He was strangled, but he was also, like, smacked on the head with something. Oh. And then mutilated with something. Yeah. Oh, die. I forgot about the mutilation. How could I? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Rachel gets arrested and they're questioning her and we find out all these lies of sh- her name's not Rachel. It's mm-hmm. Rain Ambrosine. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Did I say it even close yeah. to correctly? I don't know. I think and- the only person in the whole world that should be named Rain is Rain Wilson. So. Yes. <laughs> I have an Aunt Rain, though. She's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, well, then. OK. <laughs> yeah. She's like she's also like a she's like a garden witch and has like crystals and stuff. She's the coolest ever. But anyways, garden witch, forest witch. I know. I know. You come by it honestly. It's fine. Um, So, yeah. So we find out all this information about how she was on this homestead and she ran away and was brought back to the homestead. And then she ran away again and there was like a raid and the cop, one of the cops that's questioning her was actually one of the cops that raided the homestead. So he kind of like understands like how bad it was. And yeah. So while she's in jail. Okay. So when they're questioning her too, at the end of this chapter, (laughs) they're like, Mrs. Nelson, why didn't you tell us you were raised in a cult? Like, um, because she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, wouldn't wouldn't they like know that if she's she's yeah, a polygamist? She's a polygamist wife. It's one of those things that it's like. Um, yeah, it was a weird like. Yeah, it was a weird question to ask mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have the book? Did you? You must have bought it, hey? Oh yeah. yeah. Yours is a different. Co- I returned mine to the library because I was like, get out of here. I was telling Kate, yeah, <laughs> I don't have it, but um. Uh, the uh, I was telling Katie that this edition feels very self-publishing. Oh. So like it just I don't know I don't I don't know what what it is about it but it just like looks. Oh, it kind of does, yeah. Right? Yeah, I had a hard I had the hardback from yeah, the library. Yeah, that's what I had too. For and I've covers of it. I'm like, oh, that one's a pretty cover. Why yeah. didn't I, Why did I get this one? That's all weird. Yeah, that's the one that's on Goodreads. Because when I got it, I was like, it's a sorry book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, also, we find out that there's um, mis- there's this mystery. They think that there's a fourth wife. That Blake was looking oh, for yeah. a fourth wife. Yeah. And so the wives, the three wives, start thinking that it's the fourth wife that killed Blake. Yeah. Oh. Do they know who she is, or is it like no. a mystery? No. Okay. And that's what brings up so much suspicion is because Rachel says that a husband has to confer with the first wife about bringing another wife in and they're like well did he talk to you about tina and she's like so the cops still think that the wives did it because they found out the fourth wife about the fourth wife and so they think they still raise the suspicion on the wives because for the cops but their wives the three wives emily rachel and tina are like 
No, there's a fourth wife. She probably she obviously did it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then Tina goes to go find drugs, right? Oh, okay. So she's a recovering (laughs) addict, right? Jake's face. She's a recovering (laughs) meth addict, but like, there's this there's this whole fucking line in there where she says, "I'm gonna go find meth." I'm like. No, it's not. I'm gonna go find meth. I'm gonna go get me some meth. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's like written like, "I'm gonna get me some meth." (laughs) That seems a little out. Like you've converted to FLDS and you're a polygamous wife, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue. Well, it builds up to it. Like she's there's a reason why we'll get to, I guess. But I kind of jumped the gun on that one. But I was just like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't think that's how recovering addicts talk about drugs. (laughs) I'm a go. Like it would be like I'm gonna go get a fix kind of thing. Like I don't know some like little just the way that she just like straight up just like I'm gonna go get me some meth. You know, I'm just yeah. Although it does kind of sound like a (laughs) Tina comment, actually. Yeah. Um, I, she was my favorite character the whole time, just because I was like, at least. She was the one that had the most personality. Yeah. Yeah. Emily is just kind of bland. Like, she just, um, there's really no point to her. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm going to get up straight to it. Like, she's just kind of there. Like. Yeah. Although she, she does. She seems kind of weak, too, and just kind of yeah. like, meh. So Which, we, I, I don't know. We kind of start to realize that, like, Emily kind of has. So she has this horrible relationship with her mom. Like the cops even call her mom and she's like, I don't know anybody named Emily. Mm-hmm. And so oh. we kind of start to discover that Emily has a bit of a, like a mothering, like a mother complex with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Emily confesses to the murder to save Rachel. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh. With like no evidence. Like they're asking her and she's like, I don't really remember what happened then. Oh no. I was just kind of in a daze. Like she has no, and they know she's lying. They, but they know it's a false confession. It's yeah, also that, an effort to reach out to her mom because they want the she wants the cops to reach out to her mom to see if her mom will come save her. Yeah, and like pay bail and get her out. And yeah, well, this is it's messy. Really bad. Yeah, yeah. Was, I felt kind of sad for her in that moment, even though yeah. she's kind of a dishcloth character. But yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So because Emily confesses, they can let Rachel go. Right. But do they keep Emily? Because they know that her confession isn't real. Yeah, but because she like she's read her rights, they're told that, that she could be like put on death row. And she's like, I did it. I did it. So they go with it. Emily, right? no! I know! It's a whole like Brandon Dassey situation from Making right. a Murderer. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. it felt very similar to that of just like, doesn't really... Like, she keeps thinking that somebody's going to come rescue her. Like, her mom's yeah. going to suddenly show up or, like, something's going to stop it from continuing. And they're like, no, you're going to go to big girl prison. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. Until it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, so Tina kind of starts working with the cops because the one mm-hmm. cop, Carlson. Working with them. So there's, there's, like, this little there's love little thing. flirtiness. Flirtiness with Tina and this cop. It's really cute. Tina, I know it's Tina. It's like super, like above board, but it's super cute that she like winks at him and stuff. It's it's cute, yeah. And he like (laughs) blushes and walks away. (laughs) So she kind of talks to him with about what like she's thinking about, and they found a piece of paper that has a phone number with the name Dakota Jessup on it. Okay. 
So Jessup's are like a real family in the FLDS. Like they're yeah. very like Carolyn Jessup wrote two incredible books about growing up in polygamy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting that she used like a real name. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tina's convinced that Dakota Jessup is going to be the fourth wife. Like that's okay. Who she is. Because on the other side is like a photocopied picture of someone. Um, and it's somebody that Rachel recognizes, but she doesn't know why she recognizes. And we start to learn that like Rachel's got a lot of trauma and she's got a lot of like missing gaps in her memory. She keeps having these like dreams and like, um, yeah. like, memories that she keeps uh like really vivid memories yeah. that she's just trying to piece things together throughout the book like she's um like this white room and then there's this this guy like all these women surrounding this bed and then like um this guy is in the this man is in the bed with a woman with a girl one of the girls girl? yeah. one of the girls and yeah. then like, but the girl oh, keeps changing. Like at one point it's Tina. At one point it's this like woman in the picture. At one point like it's her. Like it's very. Yeah. It just keeps changing. Uh, but it's all surrounded by these naked women. And yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah. Then they go. They decide they're gonna find this Dakota Jessup, who works for the phone number goes to like a real estate office in Vegas. Which it's just called Vegas Real. real <laughs> yeah, Vegas Real Estate. Real Vegas real real estate, which I'm like, um, could you come up with maybe a better? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it exists, but like, I'm sure, anyway, whatever. Or maybe it doesn't exist, and that's why she could use it. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah. So they like skip out on leaving the state and they book it down to Vegas to find this Dakota Jessup. <laughs> Which is All of the uh, wives do? Just the two, because uh, Emma's still in jail. Just Rachel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So they're yeah. going to find out where this fourth wife... They're trying to find out more information about the fourth wife. Yeah. And, like, while we're in the vehicle, Tina remembers that Blake kept a shotgun underneath oh, his yeah, seat that whole in thing. case they ever get, like, carjacked. And she's oh. like, I'm going to need Worried the bullet. <laughs> she's like, like oh, she I legit thinks in... Rachel is a killer. <laughs> yeah, she's on the road with this killer. And she's like, I'm just going to, oh. there's a gun under the seat. Like, I got to figure <laughs> out how to get the gun in case Rachel goes off her rocker <laughs> she's yeah. and tries it's to kill me. crazy <laughs> how she's like, yeah, in a car with a murderer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and some of it, I'm just like, okay, why would you? Why? Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you're like you're yeah. driving all the way to Vegas with her to huh? to find this supposed fourth wife who one of you thinks is the killer yeah. now. Which yeah, Vegas is Tina's old stomping grounds. That's another... yeah, that's where oh. she's from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they get to Vegas and she's like, "You need to change your look because you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb." You look too Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have like the braids and the long skirt? The long hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Rachel gets a makeover, like, cuts her hair, and, yeah, it's funny, <laughs> which I kind of enjoyed, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched, I think it's on A&E, they do those, like, polygamy rescue shows, which are too, super staged and whatever, but I still watch them. So they always, like, make them over at the end and, like, get them real clothes, and they're always like, oh, my goodness. Aww. <laughs> like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. Oh, by the way, just so that reminds me of that Keep Sweet documentary, yeah. whatever. But the like subtitle of this book is Keep Sweet. 
keeps oh. sweeping away. Yeah, Black, Black Widow keeps sweeping herself. away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She'll keep saying, like, keep sweet, Rachel, keep sweet. <laughs> Which was just yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, they really do. That's what they, like, tell them all the time, especially the women. Yeah, yeah like, there's pictures of people with it, like, embroidered on pillows. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yucky. So yucky. Um, yeah, so they go to the real estate office, and Dakota Jessup is not a woman. Dakota Jessup is a man. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking that. I was like, how do they just make this leap? That it's a woman. But... I think because it was written on a picture of a woman that they were just like, well, it must be her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, we find out that Blake was in the process of trying to buy the homestead because of the type of land that it is. It has to be somebody like it has to be. Um, oh, what's the word? It, a, it has to be um, a settler. It has to be a settler yeah. of the land can buy it from the state and so because Rachel was like born and raised there she's considered a settler so Blake through marriage can purchase the land from yeah. the state of Utah Okay. so that's what he's trying to do and um, yeah and then they get like a bunch of paperwork like they steal paperwork from his office <laughs> oh also Tina's a real estate agent oh for yeah, some reason. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she makes all the money for their little ranch that they had like she pays all pays all the bills and everything like she oh yeah i forgot to mention she was the money good at explaining books eh? yeah we're doing great (laughs) are you following (laughs) following (laughs) honestly though this is like just as chaotic as the book is so it's like things are just dropped and you're like wait what (laughs) like it doesn't there's no continuity of like and I, I don't know if it's because it's told from the three wives' perspectives. So you're kind of like all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's very – because there's stuff that we learn about Blake that would have been really important in the beginning of the book. But we don't find it out because the wives don't know until later on. It's very it's very chaotic. It's very chaotic. Yeah. So they get this paperwork from the homestead. And there's like pictures of the homestead. And it starts triggering Rachel's memories. So they go to a bar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sell their garments and get free yeah. drinks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. So apparently, and I don't know if this is a real thing, listeners. If you, I've heard this like, like an urban legend before. I don't know if it's real though. But it, apparently, in Vegas, if you if you're a Mormon and you go to a bar, you can get a free drink if you show your garments. Only on Tuesdays, I, though. Only on Tuesdays. Yeah. I have never heard of this in my entire life. I have family in Vegas. It feels so very I've familiar it, to me. But I like don't it sounds think it, some, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think it's like a BYU students like yeah. myth. Yeah. I wanna know, any of you listeners, if any yeah, of you so did this or know someone who did this, you yeah. need to email in and yeah. tell us. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they do a shot of tequila. I actually and, loved this scene because yeah, it's I did like too. Tina getting Rachel drunk so she could get answers out of her. <laughs> part of the whole book she's like take some tequila let's chat and then she's well, like oh too much tequila yeah. well you would Just think that rachel would get drunk super super quickly because she's oh, never yeah. drank before whereas she's tina like verbal diarrhea of like all this stuff it's crazy okay. yeah okay. she starts talking about the homestead and she realizes she knows the woman as aunt meg and it's one of the prophet's wives in the picture okay and then she starts having these memories of like 
being in a clinic and being in a lot of pain and there being blood and being dragged by these men. And it's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then she, like, talks in her own mind. She's talking about something that happened with Cousin Fred. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And we realize that she, like, she witnessed her father having what did he call it? Celestial comforts with his wives. Ew. And that's the image she keeps dreaming about (laughs) naked women. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Ew. And then there's the, I'm sorry, but she says that the women are like fingering themselves. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like like touching each other. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Hmm. You know, they're all like sisters or half sisters or cousins. and Oh, and they're like, she even talks about Aunt Meg being, Meg? Is that her name? Aunt yeah, Meg. Meg. Yeah. She's like naked and like, she's kind of leading the and helping, orgy. Yeah, <laughs> helping the younger one. Uh, uh, uh. It was so bad. I was like, Ew. I don't think this at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 That was a rough part to be like, I, uh, nope. <laughs> you know, I think that's like a common, um, well, I was going to say misconception about, like, FLDS is that they, like, have, like, the orgies. But I think that Warren Jeffs, like, did try to get his young wives to do that. Yeah. So, like, you yeah. can Who hear knows? on the tapes other voices praying. Yeah. And or he's, he's, like, where he's raping yeah, the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Ugh. how common it is because I don't really, like, investigate the sexual practices of polygamists. <laughs> No. Why not? In your spare time, just like mm, I'm just very busy like taking care do. of my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too busy with your familiars up there. <laughs> yeah, my squirrels and my deer and my chickadees. I just have so much. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that part was like, and then we start to like. This is when I like texted Jake, and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this." Uh, when do we find out about the? Did we already find out about the graveyard in in this part? She remembers oh. walking through like mounds of dirt and stuff, and she's carrying a shoebox. And I immediately oh, no. was like, "So the reason why they couldn't sell the land was because there's a graveyard on it, and yeah. nobody knows where this graveyard is, but they know that there it exists for some reason. Yeah, because they have records. <laughs> they have of it, records of it. Yeah, and being buried in a second cemetery because they have their one plot that is yeah. known, and then they have a secret cemetery. And so until those bodies are found, mm-hmm. the land can't be sold. Why do they have a secret cemetery? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so. It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, I have um, to put trigger warnings on this episode, yeah. just so you know. But <laughs> the whole book is a whole trigger warning for Exmos. Yeah. Mm. Um. So then I they go back to Salt Lake, and uh, yeah. then what happens? So they find out about a what was it? Is it the the lock or something? And then oh, so yeah, they yeah, find yeah, out yeah. they they for some reason they want to go to the. Because there's documents missing in the file. Like, Tina, who is a real estate agent, says it's missing maps and it's missing other documents that should be part of this packet that you get when you sign for land. Blake apparently worked at the temple. As a janitor. As a janitor. So Wait, um, at the Mormon temple? Yeah. Yeah, like the Salt Lake Temple. 
yeah. So just yeah, that tell that's like I'm like no. They would not hire a fire. fundamentalist. No. No. no, 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 no. But I mean, he has a recommend because Bishop Young gave it to him for life. For and life. I'm like, yeah. There's so many. <laughs> oh yeah, wrong that's a whole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Many she things. was she was confused. Uh, <laughs> very. Oh, uh, like the they walk in in street clothes, and I'm like, first of all, I've yeah. never seen anybody walk into a temple in blue jeans. Also, no, no. she makes it sound like people are just kind of like in a big old line walking in. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just like this, I don't know, this whole, and then, okay, the temple scene, let's just get to it. But like, she, yeah. they walk in and she's like, there's people over here doing baptisms. There's people over here. Like, she can see oh. all of like, Yeah, like she's saying like, there's young people waiting for like endowments and baptisms. And like, there's a separate entrance for baptisms. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you're not and all there together. Yeah. They have to show their recommend. The way she described recommends, too, was weird. Because I don't... Recommends were... Uh, instead of, like, a card, it was like a... What did she say? It was something different. It like was a like a library weird. card. Yeah, like a library card-looking thing. Instead yeah. of just, like, a little... Like, what it actually is. And um, she... They show their... They have to show their recommend to the... Um, Security guard first. Yeah, and they were Which, talking like, about like, security there... guards, and I was like, I've never seen a security guard in a temple yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. They might be security, but they're dressed like everybody else, and you would never know that they're yeah, security. Yeah, I feel like there's yeah. security like on temple grounds, like yeah. outside. Yeah, but... there's got to be. Um, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But, and then they show their recommend to the the temple workers apparently, but they're not. She doesn't call them temple workers. She calls them something else. And you know how they're called, what are they called in temple workers? But there's like the matrons. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Matron? The matrons. Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't even use that phrasing, which would yeah. have been something I almost that feel like she have... said concierge at one point, And I was like, I don't think yeah. that's right. Like the front desk <laughs> or something. I was like. Yeah. Because oh, like in the Cardston temple, you walk in the foyer. Foyer for your American. <laughs> I was going to say shit. So You're so French. so you walk into the foyer and there's like a little it's beautiful and everything you put your coats because of course you're wearing a coat and you go around and there's like a sitting area for families and then you go up and there's like a little like instead of it's not doors but it's like an opening and you go into a next room and there's like a little desk and a little cute little man says let me see your recommend dear yeah yeah so it's not like a there's no security guard. There's no, like, checkpoints. There's no, like, gates to go through. It's just, like, a cute little old man sitting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they scan your recommend and then yeah. they go. Although when I was going through, there was no scan codes. That's how long it's been. <laughs> wow. Yeah, mine was just a physical piece of paper that they would just, like, look and they'd, like, type on their little thing to make sure, like, it was in the system. I'm honestly surprised they don't have, like, an app now. Maybe they do. They might. Yeah. That'd be fancy. Fancy, yeah. fancy. Look at me, my app, my temple. I got, <laughs> and then that would be like on the dating profiles, be like, I got the my temple recommend. I could show you. Oh my God. <laughs> let me let me show you. I'll swipe to my recommend. Oh, just wait, <laughs> that's new. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. For my date later. Sorry. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they go in, which is just like observe, observe. Ab- absurd wow i can't speak today <laughs> what do you what's where are you trying to say i don't know i think my brain switched <laughs> i think she was that. trying to say absurd oh okay i thought was... <laughs> i was <laughs> i thought you were trying to say observed like observe they observe that's what i was saying but it's not what i meant <laughs> oh okay usually i could speak dusty but <laughs> i 
whole <laughs> other language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they go in and then somebody's like oh can i help you because obviously they're wearing jeans in the temple yeah <laughs> a million people would be like excuse me yeah <laughs> they're like oh they would I, they probably wouldn't even let them in do you no. think they would let them i be don't like, think so no yeah i don't i think they would say like you need to go dress appropriately for the because t- they didn't have temple bags like there's so many things wrong also they talk about when she refers to the temple, it's not the temple, it's temple. Just temple. Like, it's yeah, like, like the way Mormons talk about it. Yeah, go to temple. It sounded more, like, Jewish to me, yeah. which, um, that's what, because that's how they refer to it. Yeah, because they go to temple. temple. Yeah. Go to yeah. temple, but, like, yeah. uh, the Mor- Mormons talk about we're going to the temple. Yeah, or that, go to I, That was church. kind of a small, yeah. small detail, but I was just like, that's not how they talk about it. Yeah. Also, um, Dusty was texting me. She's like, "Is Rachel like an old woman?" Because she talks about "Oh Lordy" and like yeah. all this. Like she has these weird phrases. I'm like, like she's well, like, "Oh Lordy, Lordy," and I'm like, "That is my grandma, who this year would have been a hundred years old." So, <laughs> well, she did grow up on a homestead, so I get it. But there were some yeah. things that I was like, "This whole know. thing is very weird, though," because yeah, like the temple. First of all fundamentalists don't go to the Mormon temple. Mm-hmm. A nope. Mormon bishop who knew temple. they were fundies would never give them nope. a, a recommend. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I think, yeah, this shows how like confusing it is for people who didn't grow up Mormon because yeah, yeah just a simple thing is like, you know, you hear people say all the time, like you go to church in those, those temples and it's like, no, like that's a different thing. Oh, like, yeah. Exactly. But, but yeah, it's hard to explain to people yeah. that there's such nuance in all of it. And mm-hmm. every wife tells about her ceiling to Blake in the temple in their point yeah. of view. And I'm like, oh, which that doesn't you have to get a recommend to be sealed. And if the bishop knows that you are married to one wife, there's no way he's going to give your second wife. Like you would have to have like a whole extravagant, like going to a different ward, having a set. Like it would be an undertaking to be sealed to a second wife in a temple. Mm hmm. And I couldn't yeah. tell unless when she, this was. Unless because, she, the first one dies. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't figure out when the time frame was because a lot of the things that were being said, but then they had cell phones. And I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> See, like the car that I pictured them being in was yeah. like a it was like an old car. Chevy. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I was picturing like, because my first car was my parents' car that was like a 70s, a 1976 Grand Marquis Mercury, you know, like a big old boat, you know, yeah. and that's why I was picturing them going in. Yeah. And but then, then I, Blake's cell phone had like video and internet access. And I'm like, what, where are we? <laughs> what like, is what happening? happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very weird details. It just didn't weird, make yeah. sense. So. so they tell one of the people that's asking what, the, where they're going. Um, I think Tina says, oh, my husband has passed and he worked here. So we're going to go get his items from his locker. And so they just like, oh, it's that way. Which again, workers for the temple have their own employee access. Like it's a different door. Yeah. You don't just like walk yeah. in in your janitor clothes with like everybody <laughs> going for an endowment. Session. And you never see the janitor. The... <laughs> never, never. I've never seen anybody cleaning in a temple. Yeah, I'm sure that they just do it in the off hours. Yeah, at night. There's this big old thing about uh, Rachel being scared about being excommunicated. For being yeah. found, which I'm like, um, you're a fundamentalist. You're already like not part. You're of already it. not part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, yeah. Also, so there was a part. So the lock was apparently 
finger. Oh, a, it was like a, a thumb print lock activated yeah. or something like that. So that was it one of his fingers that was cut that's off? What they think, they, yeah. That's what they think. They're like, oh, that's why that some the murderer took his thumb because they wanted the to get be able to get into this lock. So there's obviously something in this locker that was valuable. And was there? Or wait, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait. Okay, wait, my <laughs> so turn. get in, and it's like a very simple locker, and it just has like the little lock, like she jimmies it open with a paper clip, I think. Oh. And of course the paperwork is in there. Yeah, and uh, um, let's see. Um, let's see. I'm actually at the part in this book. Let's see. I okay. found it. Let's see. Um... Vegas real estate would have gotten, uh, let's see. So she says, uh, <laughs> okay, this is from Tina's perspective. Okay. So uh, this is, I thought you said a locker wouldn't give you any problems. Rachel hisses. Well, these Mormon <laughs> lockers hisses. Uh, well, these Mormon lockers are more secure than you might imagine, especially for a place where no one steals. I push back a strand of hair that has escaped my headband and Jimmy the unfolded paper clip I keep in my change purse for picking locks, of course, Tina. <laughs> I glare at the little keyhole, twisting it. These cheap locks really usually pop real easy, I say frustrated, tugging at the door. I never had this much trouble before. <laughs> the locker makes a loud rattling. Rachel glances around, terrified. Tina, they're going to find us. Find us. So, I give the metal another jerk. What's the worst they could do? Have us arrested? They can have us excommunicated. Rachel is a shade of green, so go watch the hall. Tell me if anyone's coming. Rachel looks as though she's going to disagree, then silently pads to the door. All clear, she says, sounding calmer. In desperation, I give the locker one last loud wrench. The catch bends, and all of a sudden, the paper clip sinks deeper, clicking the tumblers open. Uh, let's see. So, um, she's like, knowing our Blakey, I'm guessing you thought God would provide. I flip papers. A bunch of low-quality pamphlets fall free. Advertisements for backyard mining equipment. The kind hillbillies buy on credit in the hope of striking gold or oil. Oh, wait, here you go. I think we have our answer. I shake my head. Blakey, Blakey, Blakey. That's just, it's how Tina talks. It's great. <laughs> so they find a bunch of brochures, um, like a backyard copper mining thing. Um, what else to see? Uh, Blake wasn't blocking any casino plans. Vegas real estate would have gotten the Nevada half. So, like, there's this, because it's on the border of Nevada and Utah, like, the, I can't remember what it is, the... They agreed. I read some more. The agreed upon sale was for a little over a hundred thousand. That's a good price for so much land. I hold up the letter. You get right before you, you exchange. He would have been days away from getting the deeds to his half. I'm good at acting usual, but truth is, this really burns that I had no idea. I guess I didn't know my husband well at all. Uh, so there's a thick pile of other documents. There are some other pictures of the homestead, which um, a bunch of pictures of an abandoned hospital. Uh, a pair of bloodstained green gloves have been from the rest. I'm just putting two and two together. The clinic Rachel talked about when I feel the picture wrench, wrench from my hand. What are you doing with that? Demands Rachel. Hey, take it easy. Jesus, are you okay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she's saying that in the temple. <laughs> she looks, she's having a heart attack. That's it. She whispers. Her hand reaches out very slowly. That's where I was in that clinic. It was real. It really happened. Yeah. So, okay, this is where she starts to like put it put together right together. yeah wait what is she remembering from the clinic so she sees the picture of the green these green gloves that she had vision like bloodstained yeah. green gloves that she had in like her dreams yeah. and so and the clinic where she was in pain and where she was um like there's aunt meg was helping her 
helping her and then not yeah that was this was something else this was like a medical thing happening and okay. um yeah like she's bleeding and aunt meg says to her like you have an infection and yeah also she's and like a dirty girl and stuff like yeah she says you've been a, a bad girl yeah Ew. like and these these bloody gloves were in his locker in the temple the, just a picture, a picture of them just a picture of them okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but still Oh, and all these brochures for like the the land and like mining and stuff so he was there's something to do with like they wanted the nevada half he wanted the I no can't he wants the utah half to he like have half. for his family mm-hmm. and the real estate company wants the nevada half to put a casino on yeah 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 but basically blake's just using them for money <laughs> it seems like yeah yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. using his connection with Rachel to get the deed, the yeah. land. So, obviously. so Yeah. So then, of course, they get caught. <laughs> in the temple. In the temple. And I'll be needing your recommend now. Yeah. Bishop Young was in his office. And I'm like, no, bishops don't have offices in temple. No. <laughs> no. So the bishops are just hanging out in the temple. They just, like, hang out there. In an office. Yeah, yeah. Like, bishops have jobs like they're normal people. They like go to work. He's not he's working. Bishops have offices in like the chapel building, but yeah. they're like shared with all the other bishops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, unless you grow up in a really small town, then there's only one warden yeah. building. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. So they get caught. He takes away their recommends. <laughs> He like God, which Tina they, for being sinning with Blake's brother. <laughs> like they and make for saying sin. Jesus in the temple. Mm-hmm. So they kick him out the front door, which I'm like, no. no. Like you would be escorted out some back entrance off the property. Rachel like has a breakdown on the front steps, and I'm like, no, that would not mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> like, well, and aren't the so speaking of the Salt Lake temples, so like those, those front doors that are like. With those big old steps where people yeah. take pictures and wedding pictures, those never open, right? Because aren't mm-hmm. those supposed to be like when the second coming? I heard something about that. Like the yeah, they're only open when the second coming happens. When the Lord comes or something. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. those are just like good for photo ops. You can actually walk yeah. through those doors. Yeah. And okay, so this whole time they're they're in the Salt Lake Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and, uh, I remember reading a review on this where this pr- person was like, obviously they've never been to the Sali Temple because she describes it as like white stone or something like that. And it's like a gray marble. Yeah. Is what it really is. So it's like, is it marble? Am I no, I think granite? it's granite. granite. Isn't it? granite. It's the same as like the, yeah. Color, but she yeah. describes it as white and they're like, oh. And from mm-hmm. far away, yeah, it probably looks white, but like when you up get up close, close to it, gray, you realize right? that it's gray. Yeah. yeah. Which is a detail, you know, another thing where it's yeah, just like she, she probably could have figured that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> ah, there was a good little um, just side note. The Twitter, Twitter's wild, and I'm the Twitter Mormons are fucking insane. I don't know if you guys have seen. The Instagram story on the podcast, but every once in a while I like to troll them. <laughs> and they like to think that they got me, and I'm just like, oh, you like to troll Mormons? This is brand new information. I know. <laughs> and then, so this this one guy put on this, uh, what what's something that is the biggest threat to the the church or something like that? To 
And I said Google. <laughs> Just simply Google. <laughs> so true. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it so much. Yeah, so they have this like big fight on the front steps of the temple, which again would yeah. never happen. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I actually have this. <laughs> okay, this is from Tina's perspective. She says, yeah. uh, she's talking to, this is during their fight, and it's like towards the end. Um, <laughs> I turn around to storm off. Where are you going? Eat me! <laughs> Tina, wait. She looks pained. Guilt, I guess. You don't even have a car. At least let me drive you. You think I get in a car with you? I know how to look after myself. I've been doing the, all the while your slimy prophet was marrying little girls. <laughs> she she flinches as though I physically hit her. I regret saying it, but it's too late now. I'm in full mean Tina mode. No one gets out <laughs> unhurt. Just get out of my goddamn way. So what am I going to do good yeah. So what am I going to do now? I'm going to steal a car. That's what. I'm going to steal a car, and I'm going to ride straight downtown, and I'm going to pick up where I left off buying meth. And no one, absolutely no one, is going to stop me. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Also, I love that oh, wow. line in there about, like, your prophet was marrying little girls. It's like, mm-hmm. that's your prophet, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a polygamist, too. <laughs> oh, it's so wild. It's so wild. Yeah. Yeah, so Tina goes off to get her meth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Got Rachel, <laughs> Rachel gets in the car and drives to the homestead. Okay. And she doesn't even, there. like, she just, like, looks up and she realizes she's there. She thought she was going home to the ranch, but she just appears there. Um, and then, okay, so then Tina goes to steal a car, right? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like walking and she sees like a bunch of dealers. Yeah. Like, oh. My eyes glide over to the little pack of dealers hunched on the curb 50 feet away. <laughs> little pack of dealers. She's like, she <laughs> I knows. Just see those like little gremlins. Like clearly this woman, this author has, has no never idea how. Ever. <laughs> I mean, I haven't either, but like. Even I know that, even we know that that's not how that works. And also in Utah, like, what the, I mean, yeah, I, I know what thinking, happened. I was just thinking, like, downtown Salt Lake, you know, like, if you all, you know, a bunch of you are listening from Salt Lake, you know where you would go to find drugs. It sounds like this lady obviously doesn't yeah. know downtown yeah. Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> so then... It's so oh, outlandish. Oh, no. This like young man steps oh, in front yeah. of her and asks if he can help her. <laughs> Actually, I'm just reading right here. Yes, read it, read it, read it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, sure. Uh, okay. Let's see. Blake was that was he was so got him. I'm not exa- actually sure how I might go about that since I've got a burned out credit card and zero ID, but if God is really giving me a message, I figure it's time to try him out. If you really try and, oh, let's see. Maybe let, Yeah, so she, this young man like approaches her and asks if oh, he can me, help her. Oh, I got her. it right here. Yeah. All of a sudden, a young man in a dark suit steps right out in front of me. Before I can yell or react, he beams his wide smile. Excuse me, ma'am. May I have a minute of your time to talk about the word of Jesus? I want to laugh. If this isn't, if it isn't a goddamn missionary all neat in his black jacket and tie... <laughs> she's in Utah. It's a singular, um, missionary, singular missionary by himself. And yeah. Rachel talks about her missionary trip to New York City, and she was by herself too. And I'm like, no, yeah. there's no. so many things wrong. Our... Fundamentalist Mormons don't go on mission. Mm-mm. No. He says, um, "Are you okay, ma'am?" He's staring at me, real concerned, like he genuinely gives a shit. 
Yeah, I fight back tears that rush up. Um, I'm already a member of the church. No, you're not. Uh, you're too late. He nods in a serious way. Do we need? Do you need a ride? I don't know if you were aware, but this is a dangerous part of town to be walking alone in for a lady. My eyes gl- glide over to the little pack of dealers hunched on the curb 50 <laughs> feet away. Blake was always telling me about revelations, signs from God. That was how he won me over. He was so goddamn sure we were meant to be together. God had told him. I shake my head a little, smiling. Sure, a ride would be, g- would be good. Could you take me someplace where I could rent a car? I'm Why is she? She swears too much to be a fundamentalist. Orphan. Yeah, she very much does. Okay, and it sorry. Like, it like progresses. Uh, yeah, like right. the longer Blake's been dead, the more she's like back to who she was. <laughs> it's wild. If you're really trying to save me from myself, then get me a car and I'll drive home and home and apologize to Rachel. The missionary shakes his head slowly. Ha! Guess meth beats miracles. <laughs> oh. You won't Wait. get a good rate if you rent on the day. On the day, he says, shaking. He his just assumed in. that she was looking for meth. No, no that's she her, said that's that. Her. Oh, she told him. Okay, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell you what, why don't you borrow my car? Um, what? I look at him like, are you shitting me? He puts a hand on my shoulder, and somehow I don't mind. You remember the Oh church. my god! I yeah. see it. I know. Uh, it gets worse. <laughs> you're a member of the church, he says, and you look real upset, if you don't mind me saying, and you need a car. God moves in mysterious ways. Maybe he put me here to help you. In any case, ma'am, so as so long as you don't mind driving a beat-up ride, you can borrow my car. I'm staying at a mission house nearby. I don't need it right now. A mission house? Yeah. Well, ma'am? Book. Kate ma'am. Quinn, I, I have qualms. <laughs> <laughs> That was the whole book. I was like, um, qualm, qualm, qualm. <laughs> what is happening? I know. <laughs> this is where my list comes in. Yes. Oh. Where's his companion? The church would own him. his car. You don't yeah. live at the mission home. <laughs> yeah. You would never I'm... be by yourself. Never. Never. This is Utah. Like, what? Yeah, what? and he's in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a pack of sticks of them together. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Qualms. I have qualms. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you see it like you're doing me a a favor, he insists, all warm smiles. I haven't got any conversions yet, not in four months. You're in Utah. At least let me do a good deed for the day. We're all family in Church of Latter-day Saints. Just bring it back in one piece on Monday. You can't just give your car to a stranger. <laughs> no, it's owned by the church. Yeah, like, you'd get in uh, big trouble. You, you can't even now, because at least up here, when they're backing up their cars out of parking spots, one of the missionaries has to stand outside and spot them. Yeah. Oh, oh they do that oh, here too. I had to do that. I had to do that shit. I think you're always wanting to drive. Oh, uh, it was like, really a fight. Further, like, further. Uh, I just remember watching it and I was like, what the hell is happening? The senior companion could drive. was the only one that could drive. It was because oh. you had specific drivers for insurance purposes or whatever. Yeah. But you had to, yeah, you had to back up. Uh, <laughs> that just brought back the most intense, like, rage from Jake. I did that shit. I forgot about that. Mocking, some of our friends came over from Wales and they were working here for like a soccer 
organization and they had a car given to them to like use and we were teasing them like hey does one of you have to get out and like back up the and they were like what the hell are you guys talking about we all thought it was hilarious <laughs> and they were like you guys live in backwards town like what is happening here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm gonna finish this scene just because it's so okay yes. so uh i swallow hard because not even i can stoop to doing drugs in this nice young man's car if i accept his offer i stay clean I give him a long look. Do you believe that God sends angels to intervene just when a person is at their lowest? I glance longingly at the dealers. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do. That's why I work this district. <laughs> like he's a sex worker. <laughs> I choose. My block. Yeah, he doesn't have any choice. He holds out his keys. His keys. My car is over there. I roll my eyes up to the heavens and shake my head. You motherfucker. <laughs> Tina goes to drive home. Rachel okay. is still at the homestead wandering around. Emily's okay. in jail. Also, Emily's okay. talking to the cops. Like, she's yeah. just, like, chilling with the... Like, that's her whole shtick. The whole book is, like, she's just talking to, to the cops. And, like... Yeah. She yeah. finds a blog that Aunt Meg wrote. Oh, yeah. There's that. Like, and defending then... her name. But it goes dead after, like, like, eight years ago is when she stopped writing the blog. And so then Rachel's at the homestead and she's trying to say like, oh, it was Aunt Meg murdered Blake because he was going to uncover things about the homestead and like she was going to be in trouble. But then she finds like a plaque with her name on it that she had died eight years ago. So oh. it's not Aunt Meg. Aunt Meg didn't kill okay. Blake. Aunt Meg is clear. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, in some things. <laughs> but oh. she like, yeah. She's mm, terrible. But... She's a hor- so super, 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 super trigger warnings. Um. Rachel has this memory of she is doing something and she hears like dripping and she realizes it's her. She's dripping blood and she's having pain. And she's like, the pain must be from something that uncle Fred did to me or cousin Fred did to me or something. And I'm like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. So her cousin like runs her to, and to find help. And all these men come and like drag her bleeding to aunt Meg's clinic. And like aunt Meg's like, you've been a bad girl. And um, we realize that she's having a miscarriage. And I think even that makes sense, like you're miscarrying and hemorrhaging. And so there's, it's horrific. And the details are like, Um, she gives her like medication and it's like this pain fog. And like a cousin of hers is on the bed next. And she says, this is where all the girls come that miscarry or have stillborns. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And even while she's there, this oh, this woman comes in with a baby and says like, she can't eat. And the baby's like skinny and like tries to cry. And it's like this really awful sound. And so she says, I just need you. I need you to take care of her for me because I'm too tired. And so Aunt Meg like takes the baby and it just disappears. And I was like, I hate this book so much. Yeah. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, so Rachel goes down into the basement of the clinic and she finds a shoebox with her name on it. And inside is the baby that she miscarried. Ooh. It's horrific. It's so oh. horrific. Yeah. yeah. So to skip over any, she ends up burying the baby out in the desert where only she knows because otherwise they would have buried it and she would have never known where it went to. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. And so that's kind of the whole, like, she has always been afraid that if somebody found out that she did that, she would go to jail for oh. burying human remains and not telling oh. anybody about it. So that's been her fear. She's like, even when she went oh. to visit her dad in jail, the prophet, he like even says to her, like, they'll find out what you did, like to f- scare her into like keeping quiet about oh. everything. It's so. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. All was, that trauma. I like, I like threw the book down on the couch next to me and I was like, I'm going outside. <laughs> no. I go okay. frolic with the deer for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for not making me read this yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn you, Jake. <laughs> My bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I frolicked with the deer. I'm fine now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the ranch. Tina's there. She's looking for something to eat. And she sees like a weird jar that doesn't match the other jars. And like the whole thing has been like, Rachel is very exact. She's very organized. She does her canning. Like she has like storage for three years for when the end of the world comes. And she sees a jar that doesn't match and is super like looks different than the other ones. So she pulls it out. Guess what's inside? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fingers. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Okay. This thing is. like, holy shit! It was Rachel. Yeah. And then Rachel walks in the house and she's like, "Hey, this is gonna make a snack." She's like, um. I think the police were in your storage storage area. You should you should go check on that. Go. So Rachel's like, okay. So she goes out of the house and goes to check on like her storage shed that has like her canning stuff in it. And she's like, oh well, they moved a few things. And then the door slams. Oh, <gasps> Tina. And lights on fire. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Lights well, on fire. So there's a um. Wait, wait, is she in there with the fingies, or are the fingies no, not the in, fingies there? Are in the house with Tina? Okay. Right in the <laughs> okay. And, like, it's so chaotic, because, again, we're switching between three people's point of yeah. view. Then we jump back to Emily, and you're like, wait! Wait, I <laughs> want to know. So she's trapped, and it's on fire. Okay. So Emily gets released, because they found... What did it that they find that they are back to Rachel now? I can't. Oh, Emily. No, that's not even it. Emily like counter like goes back on her confession is like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And all this yeah. stuff. And so the police are back onto thinking that it was Rachel. They've always thought it was Rachel that killed him. But yeah. So they release Emily and Blake's mom comes to pick her up and take her home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're driving to the ranch and Emily's being quiet because Adelaide is like upset and crying and like (laughs) isn't in her perfectly coiffed hair and everything. And uh, so they get to the ranch and she's like, I'm not coming all the way up. I'm just going to I'm just going to stay back. Um, But you go. And so she gets out of the car and like walks to the house and is like, that's that's weird. She's like, I don't I don't know what to do. And she like goes out to like where Blake was murdered. And she reaches mm-hmm. down into, like, the riverbank and pulls out the murder weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's just there. Yeah. It's just there? They just find it, find like, it? hidden in the riverbank. Yeah, because they were combing the river, but they never checked, like, the banks. Great she, like, police work. I know, right? <laughs> so she pulls it out, and she's holding it, and gets cracked on the head and falls in the river. 
Yeah. So we've mm-hmm. got Rachel in the barn burning. We've okay. got Emily in the river who can't swim. And we've got Tina in the house with the fingies. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm keeping track of everyone. Okay. <laughs> so as, like, Emily's, like, frothing through the river, she goes, I never told Adelaide how to get to the ranch. She's never been here before. <gasps> and then we have, like, this flashback of Tina, like, the first time she was getting naked with Blake. Like, he had a big scar on his groin, and she was like, what happened? And he was like, I don't like to talk about it. I had an STD. Something happened on my mission trip. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And so then, so Rachel's in the barn and it's burning and like Blake had always told her like, be really careful with the pressure, like the canner because it'll explode if you don't do it right. And so she like puts everything on really tight and she like pushes it next to the wall and she's like, it's going to explode and save me. And it does, but like shrapnel hits her, of course. And so she's uh-huh. like covering herself in pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Get wild. <laughs> yeah. So she gets out and then. Tina's in the house with the fingies. Okay. And she hears somebody coming to the house and she's like, holy shit, Rachel's burning the barn down and now she's coming to kill me. <laughs> right? So it wasn't and Tina. She remembers, she remembers there's a gun in the Chevy. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So she runs, but the cars are on fire. And she's like, shit. <laughs> so she sees somebody walking to the house. So she runs upstairs <laughs> and hides under the matrimonial bed. Ew. <laughs> And she hears footsteps, and she's like, oh, shit, here comes Tina. Right? But it's not Tina. It's, or here comes Rachel. Oh, wait, it's yeah. not Rachel. So, and <sighs> a face comes down underneath of the bed, and who is it? It's Mommy. Yeah. I was Adelaide. <laughs> it's Adelaide. Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. And so she, like, goes on this terror about, like, I did everything for my son and he would have a place in the celestial kingdom for me and he's sinning. And so he ha- through blood atonement, I saved him. And I'm blood like, atonement. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, and so oh, Tina's like, she's like, what? Do-? She says something to her and she's like, I'm going to end you. And, and she was like, but if you kill me, then blood atonement, I'll be saved too. And I'll be there in the celestial kingdom with you. Oh, so she like pushes her down the stairs <laughs> Wait, who pushes who down the stairs? Adelaide pushes Tina down the stairs. Oh, my God. So Adelaide's been doing all this this whole time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it, how he has mutilated groin. Yeah, what's that all about? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and why did she cut off his fingies? (laughs) Why did she cut off his fingies off? So... So Tina falls down the stairs and goes, oh, my leg, I've broken my leg. And like Adelaide's like, oh, good. No blood. That's great. Because she won't be saved by blood. Oh. Of her blood hits her. <laughs> I know. So she, like, I actually kind of love that part. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. ending like redeemed the whole book. It was yeah. it was good. It was really good. It was good. So she like turns the, the kerosene stove on and she's mm. like, all right. Bye, dear. And she like leaves the house. And Rachel's coming up and sees Adelaide come out. She's like, Rachel, Tina's gone crazy. <laughs> How did Rachel get out of the the burning? She blew up the. Oh, it blew up. Okay. Like a hole. Oh, it's like, okay. There was a hole made. Okay. So, um, so Rachel's like, what is going on? She's like, oh, oh okay. Um, sure. And so <laughs> she's like, kind of sort of believing Adelaide. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So she's like kind of looking at her and then 
all of a sudden Emily's there, like soaking wet, like she got out of the. Poor <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> girl's been in jail this whole time, and now she's like, what the fuck? She's just gonna throw him in the river. And so now, how did Rachel has a gun? She got the gun from the car. And yeah. Adelaide has a gun, right? Yeah. Or something. Uh, she hits, she hits Emily. And Emily, like, falls to the ground. Because, of course, she does. Poor Emily. Poor Emily. She's just getting <laughs> shit on this whole entire time. I know. Her uh, so stuff. Rachel doesn't have the gun yet. Oh, she's, doesn't have the gun she yet. She knows it's in the Chevy. Right. So she's trying to get to the gun because Miss Nelson has the gun. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So Mrs. Nelson has a gun and hits Emily with it. Is that right? And Tina's leg is broken. No, they both have a gun. Rachel gets the gun that Tina had gotten bullets for out of the Chevy. I have the book right here. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they both had guns, though. Uh, I'm trying to remember too, but let's, uh, let's see. I crawl out of this. This is Rachel. I crawl out of the smoldering side of the barn, cheeks stinging from the sharp wound. Uh, I get to my feet. I notice Mrs. Nelson's, Mr. Nelson's car is here parked a little farther from the ranch. Mr. Nelson. Uh, let's see. My, my next thought is if Tina has gone crazy, then Mr. Nelson is in, is in danger. I remember yeah. Blake's gun in the Chevy. I take a slow walk toward where I parked it. Smoke is curling from the wreckage of two burned-out cars. Our Chevy has been torched along with another vehicle I don't recognize. I move closer. The trunk looks intact. A powerful heat is still throwing out from the chassis. In movies, the gas tank explodes. I've yeah, just so nearly... she gets the gun, but also Adelaide has a gun because that's what she pointed in Tina's face, remember? So they yeah. both have a gun. Well, not yet. That's what I'm saying. Well, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rachel gets it. She like yeah. opens the trunk and gets the gun, and then she goes to the house. I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so they both have a gun. Emily's there. Adelaide okay. cracks her with her gun. Okay. And then the door flings open from the house. Oh, and yeah. Tina's like crawling herself <gasps> out of the house. And she's okay. like, Rachel. My favorite part. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So she's like laying there, and I'm like, She's got, she killed Blake. She's gone crazy. You need to get rid of her. And, and who does she believe? Exactly. And Rachel's like looking at Tina. And, sh- and Tina says, if you love me, shoot me. <gasps> and so Rachel shoots Tina. <laughs> mm. Yeah. What? So, like, things are going crazy. Rachel's screaming at Adelaide. Adelaide's screaming. Emily's on the ground bleeding and crying. <laughs> and all chaos. of a sudden, <laughs> Tina comes from behind Adelaide and, like, tackles her down and gets her, like, takes her gun and, like, gets her out. So Wait, Tina- I thought that she was shot. She never broke her leg. She just no, pretended. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. She put so, blanks in yeah, the gun. Yeah, Tina had put blanks in the gun. So she so knew that Rachel there were blanks the in the gun. gun. Yeah. So that's oh! why she told her to shoot her so that Adelaide would think that she was shot. Yeah. So, my brain. My brain. I know. I, know. Yeah. The whole, I was like, what is that? Yeah, she had put blanks in the gun because she thought Rachel was the killer. So yeah. She yeah, just, yeah, yeah. She didn't yeah. want to get shot. <laughs> During their road trip. Whoa. Yeah. I know. It's a wild. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And then it just so kind of like. This ends. Yeah. They ends. end up getting the land from the homestead and they make it yeah. into like a haven for like women who are leaving like bad relationships or cults or whatever. They like build it up and it's like a beautiful place. It's Adelaide goes to like a psychological institution. 
So the whole time it was just the mom and she Mm -hmm. didn't like how her son was living. And so she blood atoned him and was trying to keep it under wraps. Yeah. And there's no breadcrumbs as to like, it's really good at like putting the suspicion on the wives. Yeah. Honestly, because it's from their points of view, there's no breadcrumb trail. It could have been the mom. It could have been the dad. It could have been the brother. It could have been somebody from the homestead. Like there's not enough to make it believable that the mom used to abuse yeah. him as a child and because he was a deviant or whatever, like it tries really hard, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. It falls very flat. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wild ride, huh? And also, yeah. <laughs> so um, Rachel and Tina want to, they're like, they want to get married again, but like to one man. Right. So they yeah, want to they like, share a husband still. Because yeah. they're they still see themselves oh. as married to each other, yeah. Oh. Which is like cute, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Emily but of all the people, I thought Tina would be like, "I'm gonna go run off into the sunset with the cop," you know. Well, and just... she does come at the end yeah. in the like epilogue, and she like she yeah. uh she <laughs> offers. She's like, you know, you could have two wives, you know, two for one deal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with disappointing one woman at a time. <laughs> yeah. She says that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She ends her out to dinner, which is, like, adorable. And, yeah. like, the ending was really the, the only thing that redeemed this from being, like, a two-star to, like, a three-star. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a three-star yeah. for me, too. Yeah. Three-star. So, yeah. Um, did we cover all of the, like, your list, Dusty, yeah. of all the – we covered all of the things so, today that she got wrong? Recommends for sure life. Why the fingies? Like I can't remember what the point of the fingies. <laughs> I no. She wanted it to, be, um, to put the blame on the, like make yeah. it look like the wives had done it. Yeah, she wanted oh. it to look suspicious on the wives, and she took Rachel's gardening tool and set it next to the body, and that's um, what Emily that's had right. hidden in the that's riverbank. So she yeah. was covering oh. for Rachel. Like Emily, the whole time thought it was Rachel because it, it was, was Rachel's covering. gardening. Yeah, and so she was yeah. covering for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. But it was never Rachel. It was Mummy Dearest. So it's kind of like the relationship between the three women is really kind of cool. Like it's like a, it's, I think that's another redeeming factor. of Yeah. The, it's just like, especially like Rachel and Tina, like they're, they have like a bond, but like. Yeah. A um, really cool, like they work together really well and they like create this thing out of the desert to like help women. I think mm-hmm. is really cool. And like Emily actually finds herself and like becomes a person. Like she starts. Yeah. Like, and she doesn't want to get married again. Yeah. She's she never wants of... to get married again. She just wants to like bake cakes and take care of Aww. people. Yeah. yeah. So it was a beautiful ending to like a really fucked up storyline. Yeah. Like, fucked up. <laughs> fucked up and, and qualm filled. Extremely <laughs> qualm filled. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some qualms. <laughs> Miss Quinn, I have some qualms. <laughs> oh, but for real, like there were so many. You were I know. weren't lying. Yeah. There were yeah. so many times that I was like, no. Yeah. Especially the I, missionary scene. Just, oh, no. I know. My mom was actually here at my house and it was sitting on my coffee table and she's like, Oh, what's this? She's always asked me about books. And I'm like, Oh, it's about polygamous Mormons. And she was like, What? Like, don't read it. (laughs) It's not good. She's like, oh, no, no, thank you. I was like, the wives killed the husband. She's like, oh, I'd read that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. 
Yeah, Thank you for re- taking me on. It so you didn't have to. Yeah. yeah, and so I didn't have to. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a ride. Like I said, it took me a took me a whole week to read it because I was just like, ha, 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 ha. yeah. And listeners, if you don't know, that is a long time for Dusty. For it most is. of us, it's like a book a week. Hell yeah, I did good. But for Dusty, that's like super slow. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know somebody was, I like have a stack of 23 books that I own. I have a lot more than that in my house that I own, but 23 that I haven't read yet. And so I was like, these are my 23 books that I physically own that I'm going to read for 2023. And somebody's like, that's so great. You can totally do it. Do it. I read 25 books this year. And I was like, You're like oh, I read uh, 80. <laughs> so you're like, I know I can do it. It's just, yeah. I was like, I, I could probably do that in, in like a couple of months. I'm yeah. Just, you missed the point. <laughs> yeah. It's just how Yeah. Am I gonna buy more? Am I gonna yeah. check like, I can't out buy more books until I'm finished. So Yeah. But yeah, I was like <laughs> you missed the point. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you guys. This is a wonderful book club. You guys yeah. your listeners got to join this is like really what we do for book club. I mean yeah. But we usually all read the book, so. (laughs) This one, I knew you were having, like, a tough week already, and I was like, don't. Thank you. mm -hmm, Don't read it. It's not worth your mental health at this point, so. Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's definitely, yeah. Yeah. You saved me. (laughs) Because, yeah, I'm, like, doing great, and it was still hard for me, so. Yeah, that's that's a lot of rough material. I know. I was like, oh no, we're talking yeah, about we stillborn. The, yeah, when we got to that part and Dusty was like, uh, I need the baby graveyards. And I was like, oh shit, 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 yeah. shit, 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 I'm sorry. You're like, I forgot, I just... forgot. Shit. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Stop reading now. Then I know I'll drink a glass of wine at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Dusty, you still love me, I promise. I know. I know. <laughs> you guys had the ending, like, redeemed it. Like, it was rough but it was like a good like women can pull together and make something out of nothing it was good